What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 358th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. Jeez, we're really getting up up in there. I'm your host, SBJ. With me today on this podcasting day is Greg. Hello. Hello, mothers. It's your day that we're recording. It's mom's day. Mom's day. So here's all the Marowak out there. Stay alive. (laughs) Boy, uh, Will's here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Are you ready? Spoiler alert. Yep. Put up the spoiler alert. Yep. I I walked five miles to see a movie yesterday. I feel like we should s- start off this podcast saying spoiler alert because then no one <laughs> no. is going to finish it. <laughs> You're just going to turn it off. Oh no. <laughs> That was no spoiler. For the record, it happened in the past. Most of us here has have have seen Detective Pikachu. We will not be spoiling Detective Pikachu, but we will give you our thoughts of the movie, whether we liked it or not. And that's pretty much it. Uh, I think, though, anything shown in the trailers is fair game. For example, we saw Bulbasaur in the trailer, so. I don't think that's a spoiler to say. I liked the Bulbasaur that were in the movie. We'll probably do maybe like a side thing, maybe 15 minutes or something of more in-depth of the movie. I don't know. I have been debating this for the last like month of how we handle <laughs> talking about this. A major movie. But uh, I saw it twice. Ooh. And I will probably see it another time. You've already seen it twice? I've seen it I, twice. Twice is nice. I'm seeing it in three hours. All right. But I have to, I have to walk five miles to go and see it, so the one time is about as much as my body can handle. Why do you have to walk five I miles? I don't have to. I just normally do a hike on Saturday oh. mornings, and since I was going to see the movie on Saturday morning, I was like, well, let me hike to it. I was took it the all metro uphill? Home. No, oh. it's all downhill. Oh, well, what are you even complaining about? Seeing as I live in the highest part of D.C., everything is downhill for me. Yeah. Uphill both ways. No. In snow. It's May. There's no snow. Oh. Here. There. (laughs) Not with that attitude. (laughs) Always snow somewhere. We got uh, some Pokemon news. We got our question of the week. We got our Pokemon of the week. And then uh, somewhere in between, we'll give you our thoughts on Detective Pikachu. Let's just... Knock some news out of the way. First bit of news is off Pokemon.com. Speaking of Pikachu, you can get a shiny Pikachu and shiny Eevee at Target. You can use the brand new Pokemon Pass app to add uh, one of these shiny Pokemon to your Pokemon Let's Go Eevee or your Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu game. Players uh, in the U.S. at Target stores between May 11th to June 23rd. So you got some time. Go ahead and add a shiny Eevee to Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or a shiny Pikachu to Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. To receive one of these Pokemon, you need to download the new Pokemon Pass app for iOS and Android devices. It is available to download from the App Store or the Google Play Store at no cost. You will also get a bonus Detective Pikachu sticker when you download the app, too. The app also delivers exclusive digital rewards to Pokemon Trainer Club account owners uh, when they are at designated retail locations. 
If you're the account owner and you're entering a participating Target store, Pokemon Pass will use the geolocation to automatically notify you of nearby reward offerings. The app will also then guide you through several prompts. This is actually all true, including uh, one to scan a special <laughs> QR code found in the store so you can claim your shiny Pikachu or shiny Eevee. Additionally, this is unfortunate. Well, this should still work, but if you visit Target on May 11th, which was yesterday, uh, between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. in your local time zone, you can celebrate the release of Detective Pikachu with a special giveaway. Fans can receive a Psyduck promo card for the trading card game and a movie poster. Supplies are limited. That being said, the news stops and our, our thoughts and experiences are shared. <laughs> Who went to Target yesterday? I mean, in a surprise to everybody... I didn't go to Target yesterday. You didn't? You did not? No. It you go to Target right... every day. I know. But hear me out. I had a very busy day yesterday for some good reasons, but other sad reasons. So right. I actually had to attend a, a memorial, so I could not go to Target. Target's really hard for me to get oh to. Gosh. And I was walking to the movie theater. <laughs> you could have walked to a Target on your way there? Uh, there is no Target on the way to the movie theater, no. Incorrect. Okay. I mean, I will put money that my downtown Target that is right by my office will have the posters and cards sitting out somewhere because nobody ever thinks to go there for these things because on the weekends, that Target is not that busy because nobody is around downtown. Well, it's downtown, it. yeah. 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 I mean, my problem was yesterday the European Union was having their embassy open house, and I don't know how many countries are in the European Union right now, but they all seem to be on my path to that movie theater, and I had to go <laughs> around all of these lines. You would think that they were giving away free stuff at the British embassy. I, it was ridiculous. I mean, aren't they giving away England? No, they're giving oh. away Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. Oh England, they want to keep for themselves. Oh, and that I, makes sense. I actually, I literally thought as I was walking past, I was like, are you guys really still eligible to participate in the <laughs> European Union <laughs> Look, open that, house? That hasn't gone through yet. Uh, I'm assuming, Steve, you went to said Target between said hours? I did go to Target. Uh, right when I walked in the Target and I opened up Pokemon Pass, it said, welcome. Uh, go find your queue. It presented it as like a scavenger hunt, which was kind of fun. Go find your QR code over in the toys section. Yes, even though I know where it was, knew where it was, because I've attended that Target multiple times, and they've had the QR code up for about two weeks. <laughs> yes, they have. But yeah, I, I went over there uh, to the QR code. The app knew that I was in the store just by opening the app, so Target and now the Pokemon company knows where where I am at all times. Or I'm sure they already knew because of Pokemon Go. I'm sure Niantic is feeding yes. them that data regardless. Mm, and Target's stealing it anyway. So Target knows when you walked in. So yeah, yeah. They, they know. They it's, know you're there. It's a perfect marriage between retail and <laughs> and the yeah. thing I love. <laughs> Merging the two together. Uh, surprisingly, uh, because I went during the designated hours, there were um, about eight other people doing the same thing as me, which is kind of cool to see. Uh, so there was a crowd, uh, a crowd of a couple people, um, probably slightly younger than me, but older than, you know, quote unquote kids. Um, but there was, you know, um, two moms with their, their kids, but, uh, they were scanning the QR code. Uh, the, there was one mom extremely frustrated that, uh, she 
did not under so this is like the real world problems that <laughs> people like i feel like if you listen to a podcast you probably know how to like download an app uh you obviously found this feed you probably know how to get your login but when you see moms trying to scan an app or scan a qr code in their app to get a shiny pokemon for their kid kid must have been maybe seven eight nine Maybe even 10. I don't know. Kids are like real hard to gauge their age. Like as I get older. They're they're real hard. They're real hard in that, in that not a baby, not worth talking to stage. (laughs) Uh, But she was clearly frustrated. So me and Micah uh, like tried to help her through. So I think the confusing thing about Pokemon Pass is that it wants, I don't remember this. Actually, I should log out of my app. It wants your trainer club account. Yeah. I know that when I signed up, I'm like, I don't even remember what that is. So the kid had a trainer club account, uh, which they also use their trainer club account for Pokemon Go. But the mom, we figured out the issue here. She signed up for Pokemon Go with her Google account. And so she thought because she has a Pokemon Go account, that is also her trainer club account. So she was very frustrated when her Google account did not work. On top of that... Very frustrated that she had no service to look up the issue. And then we then told her she could connect to Target's free Wi-Fi to get internet. But all in all, we helped out mom and son get their free Pikachu and Eevee. Although she, the frustrate, this is the kicker. The reason she was so frustrated is because it was taking so long to do. And she did not want to be late for her 1 p.m. Deoxys EX rate. Well... Now we're into it. Yeah, I mean, you got to have your priorities. Yeah, yeah, you have to. True. I mean, I'm glad I helped her. Uh, you know, my thought process is maybe you should have, you know, downloaded and installed the app and logged in, you know, maybe the night before. Totally. I get it. A nice parent to take her kid to get shiny Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, it was it was easy, though. Scanned the QR code. Uh, there were two other QR codes in the store that actually, I believe, after you scanned the first one, I think the set, the the app said like, "Oh, there are more QR codes to discover." There was there was a Mister Mime QR code. Um, was it actually hidden? Yeah, I mean, it was one aisle over. You had to look for it. <laughs> <laughs> one aisle over. <laughs> then there was another QR code. I think it was for Psyduck, which was uh, down the trading card aisle, uh, which you could scan. Oh. So that Wait, was the trading card aisle. Isn't you know, that just like right the, by the registers? Yeah, but the toy stuff is at the back of the store, at least for yeah, my target. There's 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 two locations. There's one by the register usually and one over in the toy area. Yeah, often. but in the toy area they don't have the good trading cards. They have some, but yeah, not the that you can some. easily get stolen. Because front of the store is where you steal the cards. Or is it the back of the store? The, no, because the trading cards are up by the registers where there's always people, so they can see if somebody's like stuffing the the cardboard <laughs> yeah but it's always like pockets. it's always like the dead aisle where there's like two registers that no one uses so you kind of like sit on the floor look uh, i'm not, not i'm not encouraging target. how Ooh. to steal cards anyways but i've seen talking kids. about okay, trading I... cards and old people and qr codes yes how do i sneak a scale in so i can weigh the right cards so i know trust I'm me talk ones. to my former neighbor because he used to do that old people trading cards qr codes they have not made scanning those QR codes into PTCGO any easier in the six years since the last time I've tried to do it. Look, PTCGO needs a lot more work than just the scanning feature. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> but man, was I frustrated. 
I can s safely reassure everyone that uh, in order to get the promotional Psyduck card that was exclusive to Target, uh, you had to talk to the people in the electronic section, a.k.a. the video game section, a.k.a. across from the toy section, but they don't want anything to do with the toy section. We went up. Uh, we asked for our Psyduck card. Uh, they gave us the Psyduck card. They asked us if we wanted a poster. We said yes. And then Micah said, can I get another card for my wife? And the guy looks over to a different guy and goes, Hey, can we give these guys another card? And the guy looks back and goes, I don't care. <laughs> and, and that was our target situation. <laughs> so wait, I only I have to go in. I have to have an app. I have to scan QR codes, multiple QR codes, because I've got to go and find them. And then I got to talk to somebody to get a Psyduck card. Uh, well, it says the Psyduck card is between uh, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., and it's yesterday. a special giveaway yesterday. Oh. I am sure Target still has yeah. cards. I'm sure they're sitting out on the counter when I go into my downtown Target tomorrow. And if they and don't, it's because probably one bitter employee read that this was from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on May 11th, and then they threw the rest of the cards out. There is no way <laughs> they it's went through that sad. many cards in three hours. <laughs> What's really awful, though, is like literally from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. is when I went to see the movie. Yeah, well, hey, well, if you went to Pokemon.com, they did announce this on May 1st. I will say this about Target. They don't ask you to pre-order anything. That's true. They just are like, here you go. Like, it's a, it's a far it's a far easier experience than GameStop. Well, Where Greg, GameStop is like... Funny you say that, because while I know. Target has the exclusive Psyduck card, you're going to have to make your, your way to GameStop to get the exclusive Snubble card. I'm not making my way to GameStop because I'm not. I don't play the card game. You are going to have to make your way to that and then add it to your cat or dogger day. Oh, I, 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 I did. I did. I have the exclusive snubble card here. Oh, uh, real quick, the details of the app. This is probably what people wanted to know the most: is does the app only give you one QR? Does the app only give you one code? We know a lot of people uh, go out. They buy both games. They buy both. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. Um, we've seen with the newsletters in the past that it's kind of frustrating if you have both games and the giveaway, uh, the Pokemon event is through the newsletter. You can't get two codes. Does this app give you more than one code? It does. It gives you oh. three codes. Uh, it gives. Oh, nice. So when you scan the QR code, it'll say, here's your special present. It'll say show to reveal code. If you show to reveal code, there is another button below it that says redeem next code. You can hit that twice. So you get three codes total. After that, that redeem extra code goes away. And then all three of the codes are saved in the app so you can look at them at any time. Um, so you don't have to worry about screenshotting or losing them. Uh, so you can get up to three codes. My theory, I have no proof of this, is they understand that people buy both games. So they give you two codes. And they probably understand that one of your friends cannot make it. Um, so they give you a third code for a friend. I think that... That is my theory of why it's specifically three and not four and not two. Um, but I, who knows? <laughs> they could have just done three because that was the number that they decided on. Or the It gives you three. Uh, I would assume that because... The, so this event is not in Canada. It's not Brazil. It's, not, it's, it's only in two countries. It's in South Korea. It's in America. Uh, I would assume that the codes that it generates works on any single Switch or game. So, example, for example, if you have a friend in Germany, if you give them your third code, it should work uh, because it would be the same as the Chansey 
the birthday chancy in Japan or the Mewtwo, the movie Mewtwo in Japan, uh, those codes worked on my English system just fine. So I would assume that the third code, or I mean, maybe you only have one game and you have two extra codes, uh, you could give those to friends in different countries and it should work just fine. Well, maybe that's why they're giving us three codes so we can make friends. It's like fine international relations. Uh, yeah. I'm never giving up my codes. They're mine. Never. The codes. Never. Uh, okay, so let's knock this news out of the way here. The Pokemon Company showed off more cards from special uh, from the special Pokemon Detective Pikachu TCG expansion. This is off Nintendo Wire. Uh, Bulbasaur, Psyduck, and Snubble, Snubble were the three promo cards listed and tied to retailers. There's a dedicated site for the expansion with more details. Kicking off the film's release, Snubble will be available at GameStop on May 10th. Psyduck follows on May 11th at Target, which was yesterday. And Bulbasaur will come out at Walmart on May 18th. Uh, and then, of course, if you see the movie, uh, that will give you a two-pack of cards. And one of those cards should be the Detective Pikachu promo. All of these cards have the promo icon in the lower corner. So they are similar to the cards that you would get if you bought the TCG uh, booster packs, the four booster packs. But these say promo on them. They're not particularly good cards. Uh, I'm sure they'll be worth uh, the same amount of money, if not less amount of money than Ancient Mew, which is to say nothing. No, you say that now. Just wait. I'm holding on to it. It's my nest egg. Also, supposedly, they give you packs of cards unless they give you nothing. Yeah, I happened to me. (laughs) The movie I went to today uh, at the Marcus. So I went to both Marcus theaters, different Marcus theaters. First opening night, I got the two packs. Today, when I went, no booster packs. Yeah, I went to Regal down at the uh, Capital One Arena. No booster packs. That's all right. I don't have room for them anyways with all my card fight Vanguard cards lying all over the place. Uh, for the <laughs> for the record, for GameStop, you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to pre-order anything. Don't let them sucker you into this. Yeah, but I have to find a GameStop, which is becoming increasingly difficult in this part of the country. It is. Uh, if I mean, you, I have a couple. If you uh, really want the Detective Pikachu card that you did not get for the movie... Uh, it is available on TCGplayer.com for about 89 cents. Not a sponsor. Yet. Oh, sorry. Ooh, my good. Oh, it went uh, up to $1.39. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. I... Ooh, get on it now. Sell, sell, sell. Is that <laughs> with shipping or without shipping? Uh, I'm not sure what shipping cost is for. Uh... $5.99. It's whatever the seller sets it at. I have my own TCG Player store. Shh. Detective Pikachu events, there was a, there was and still is a Detective Pikachu event happening in Pokemon Go uh, from May 7th to Friday, May 17th. Uh, you can get a Detective, Pika, Detective Hat Pikachu to photobomb your Go snapshots. And uh, when it does, you'll have a, snap, a chance to catch this Pokemon. You will also see increased encounters for prominent Pokemon for the movie, including Bulbasaur, Jigglypuff, Psyduck, Apom. And Snubble, you might even find a shiny Apom. And, and with every Pokemon you will catch in the wild, uh, you will earn double XP. There will also be raid battles featuring Pokemon in the film, such as Charizard. And then to top off the movie-themed fun, items are available in the style shop, including Detective Pikachu ears, a t-shirt with the logo. Yeah, I believe it's one Detective Pikachu a day per the Go snapshot. 
So wait, I, the, that's the only way I can get it is to do the go snapshot dealie? Yep. Yeah, it should happen on the first <sighs> one. First one of the day. Yeah. It should. I'm not going to do it. I don't do go snapshots. No. You can, it's super easy. It's really easy, yeah. You just got to take one picture and then do it. If, it. if you're having trouble like getting Pikachu to show up, just turn off. Go into your Pokemon Go settings and just turn off AR. I don't even know what button to press to make Go Snapshot happen. Uh, well, you have to pick a Pokemon. Yep. Uh, and then there's a camera up in the corner. Yeah, so you go into the Pokemon you've caught, uh, and then there's a can. So, uh, like, I just clicked on Pikachu, and then there's a, the star in the corner, and then there's the camera. You can just click on that camera, um, and then you have to take a picture, and then it shows up. Now, if you don't have enough room in your house because of AR, before you do that, hit the Pokeball, go into settings, and then it'll say AR+. plus. Um, just turn that off, and then take a picture of your Pokemon. All right, so now I just got the Detective Pikachu. This is the most bizarre picture I've ever taken in my life. <laughs> okay. Is it in my collection now? No, no now so it's now you, in the real world. Now you go back out to the real world, and it should be standing next to you, and then you can tap on it to catch it. Uh, it did show up. Yes. Should I throw a berry at it? I think it can run away, so probably. My, none of mine have, but... They're also not that hard to catch because I have a million Pikachu. Yeah. So. Well, it keeps trying to whap my ball away. It doesn't want to get caught. Whap it up. Well, finally, this program has done something useful for me. I just caught a Detective Pikachu in Pokemon Go. <laughs> there you Congratulations. go. Congratulations. After all these years. Name it Ryan. No, after all these years, this being on this program has been helpful for me. <laughs> the uh, Pikachu news does not stop coming. Also off Pokemon.com. Uh, a sweet new Pikachu Funko figure arrives. Get a sneak peek at the latest figure from the Funko's A Day with Pikachu collection coming too soon to the Pokemon Center. Now, these Funko's are the ones that look normal. They don't have the beady eyes. A Day with Pikachu collection is dubbed Sweet Days Are Here, and it features Pikachu chilling out with a Pokeball-themed picnic ba- uh, blanket. The beloved Pikachu is decked out with an awesome pair of shades and is ready to chow down on a sweet peca- pe- Pecha Berry? Is that what it's called? Pecha. Pecha. Because it's like peach. With an A. What would the letters be arranged? This adorable figure will make a wonderful addition to your collection, so don't miss your chance when one arrives on Pokemon Center later this month. Subscribe to the Pokemon Trainer Club newsletter to stay up to date to learn when the Sweet Days Are Here figure is available for purchase. Did you get your uh, little Flababy? I am one? Uh, three for three for Day with Pikachu figures. I'm zero for them all. Oh. I don't want them. Correct but me either. They're very cute. But the, the Flababy one is very cute. I, I will say that. For those that love Funko, the oversized big Bulbasaur is exclusive to Target and debuted this weekend. Did you get one? I did, yes. The Target I went ah. to had, um, I think, eight of them left. Maybe they only had eight, but it was around where the QR code was for the shiny Pikachu and Eevee. You are like the ideal consumer. I know, it worked. It was 100% like, hey, come into Target to get your Pikachu and Eevee. Oh, whoopsie, we just happened to release brand new Funkos this day too, (laughs) and we just put them next to each other. And of course, I'm like, money is no good in the bank. I'll grab one of these. Well, you know, Ludicolo was really cute in the movie. They have one Ludicolo plush left, my... But who cares about money? Let's grab the Ludicolo. Let's. Now I'm walking around Target with a poster, promotional cards, my iPhone, this huge oversized Bulbasaur that I have no room in my house where to put. 
Put it on the couch. On the couch. I was just going to say, that couch is not going to populate itself. I uh, I am an ideal consumer. I fell for you it. Are. it. You are. You are like, you are the you are the market. I I think Pokemon really should just run things if it doesn't work on Steve. It's a bad, <laughs> it's a bad idea. We can get this Scrap guy to it. buy it. We can't get him to buy it. Oof. Commemorate Torchic Community Day with Pokemon TV. Torchic hops into your neighborhood for the next Pokemon Go Community Day on Pokemon TV for a limited time. The next Community Day is on May 19th and features the adorable Torchic. To get you fired up for the event, we've collected our favorite episodes of the Chick Pokemon on Pokemon TV. Remember, you can watch those on Pokemon.com or the recently updated Pokemon TV app. And then this is just a service reminder for you that... Torchic Community Day is the 19th. A very special day. Is it? It's Greg's birthday. He's going to be 32. Whoa. Yeah. 32 years young. Well, happy early birthday for, uh, I hope you get all the shiny Torchics. I won't be able to do Community Day because I'll be in LA. What? There'll be Torchics spawning. Yeah, but I'm at an event. Just, uh, He'll be doing you, serious adult stuff. You got a you got a Go Plus or a Pokeball Plus. Just uh, just turn it on for the three hours. Just hit the <laughs> I button. Remember to bring it. I'm sure. Get it I'm sure. Airport you'll get... security. <laughs> That's what they're worried about. What is this yeah. red and white ball? <laughs> what is this? How dare you? Plus, you know what? Even time is it Pacific time? I don't even know what time that is. It is whatever th- three p.m. in your time zone is. See, there you go. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but like Pacific time is like later or earlier. I don't know. It's gonna be real tough. It'll be a tough weekend for me. Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon news here. Bet you didn't see that coming. Uh, no, because there's a new game that we've heard nothing <laughs> about. I know. All I've seen is an ad on Instagram <laughs> for it. Uh, I know you guys like shiny Pokemon. Yes. Go on. This is off the Pokemon Global link. You can take part in the 2019 International Challenge May online competition, the final international challenge in which players can earn championship points towards the 2019 World Championships. All qualified participants will receive a shiny Tapu Fini for their game. Uh, I think we've reported on this maybe three weeks ago, but this is just a reminder uh, that the comp- registration will begin this Thursday, May ni- May 16th. And the competition, which you can register uh, up to, um, will go up to, will start on Friday, May 24th. And it will end on Sunday, May 26th. You are limited 15 battles a day. Sorry, it ends the day before. So May 16th to May 23rd, you can sign up and register. You do not need your team ready. Um, until you actually participate, which will be on May 24th. you If you do at least three matches, whether you win or lose those matches, you will receive a shiny Tapu Fini as a reward. You are only allowed to use Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon. It is double battles. Uh, you are not allowed to use any mythical Pokemon. That would include Mew, Celebi, Jirachi, Deoxys, Fione, Manaphy, Darkrai, Shaman, Arceus. That's how Pikachu says in the movie, so I'm going to go with that. Victini, Keldeo, Meloetta, Genesect, Deancey, Deancey, 
uh, Hoopa, Volcanion, Magearna, Marshadow, Zeraora, and everyone's favorite mythical Pokemon, Ash Greninja. It's actually not mythical. It's just not allowed. <laughs> uh, and then you are only limited to two box legendary Pokemon or AKA just two Pokemon from this list. So you're not allowed to have three of these. But uh, the restriction is for Mewtwo, Lugia, Ho-Oh, Kroger, Groupon, Rayquaza, Dialga, Palkia, Giratina, Reshiram, Zekrom, Kyurem, Xerneas, Eveltal, Zygarde, Cosmog, Cosmoem. What? Okay. Solgaleo, or Sogaleo, Lunala, and Necrozma. You are allowed to have Z-Crystals. You are allowed to have Megastones. You are also allowed to use the Blue Orb or the Red Orb. Um, I guess you could technically use both if you had both Kyogre and Groudon on your team. Uh, and you are allowed to do use... Rayquaza with Dragon Accent, which would let it Mega Evolve. And you could stick an item on it, because it doesn't need to hold a Mega Stone. You could literally go in with a Rattata, a Pidgey, a Young Goose, and a Ladyba, and just lose three matches. And then a period of time after this tournament ends, you will receive a code for a Shiny Tapu Fini. Nice. I mean, Ugh. you could go in with Delibird and just make everybody happy, because you're giving them presents. Ooh, that's a good strat. Did you guys do the last two, the February and then the November? I did. I didn't do the Bulu one because I don't like shiny Bulu. But I'm really into this shiny, <laughs> so now I may have to do this one because ugh, the shiny's really good. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a really good one. I don't want it to be that good because I don't want to do this. But I mean, I'll just go in and lose three times. I guess. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's faster than shiny hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's faster than shiny That's true. Oh, man. I have been trying to get a shiny cutie fly out just out of breeding. I do six eggs a day, and it's been like five weeks. You got to put them in the, the Pelago. I do. I put six eggs in the Pelago every day. Oh, you got to you gotta up it to 18. You got three. three. Well, uh, the, the problem is, do you know how long it takes from the second that you press the egg for it to hatch? Yeah, that animation's pretty long. Yeah, I don't long have time. that much time in a day. <laughs> I don't for eggs, no. I mean, I have one because I did the Masuda method for getting one. Why'd you SOS I mean, it? I'm Masudoing Masuda. Look, I have my day scheduled in a very particular way. There is a time when I am cleaning cat litter boxes and hatching eggs. All right. That's where that fits on the schedule. I see. I, Tuesday, 348 p.m. Now, with the daily thing, I clean the cat's litter box every day, but I just, I can't SOS. I, I just need that very unfocused hit an egg, walk over, scoop some poop, come back. Is it a shiny cutie fly? No. Okay. Time to pack the gym bag, hit an egg, get my gym stuff together, put it in the bag, come back. Is it a shiny cutie fly? Not again, once again, et cetera. That's how my morning works. Welcome to Will's world. I never thought on this podcast we would have the the word said, scoop some scoop poop, poop, hit an egg. <laughs> well, I'm I'm happy that you got the extra fancy cats that don't poop. My cat not only poops excessively, since he's got the diabetes, he the diabetes. has all the extra pee, too. Oh, I mean, man. I we used to have litter boxes a litter box for the dogs, so, I mean, I was there in the scoop the poop, hatch an egg life. Yeah. 
but you you get me. You understand. I get it. But we got rid of the litter box, which is causing new problems. But anyway, take what you can get. Yeah, I mean they're pets, so I love them dearly. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we have a couple more news articles uh, that we'll we'll uh, we'll address here. We'll do our question of the week, our Pokemon of the week. So we will be right back. They had people there to manage the flow of traffic. Be like, hey, walk this way or hey, walk this way. Just to keep it clear. Uh-huh. Walk this way or hey, walk this way. That all went okay. Yeah. back from our break knock out these two news ar- news articles and then we'll give our thoughts on Detective Pikachu here real quick remember no spoilers for the movie so no need to worry first bit here is off PokemonGoHub.net new Pokemon mobile game announced uh, in partnership with the Pokemon company DNA is working on a whole new mobile game according to the financial report made available by DNA this game should be released this fiscal year which lasts until March of 2020 DNA is hoping for significant revenue with the new mobile game. Of course they are. Uh, it can be believed that the Wall Street Journal's um, Mochizuku's post on Twitter, uh, Nintendo is against charging people too much money because they uh, are afraid that it will damage the reputation of their characters. However, Nintendo, the Pokemon Company, and DNA are all counting on big revenue, and they will use, quote, some smart ne- techniques to accomplish that. As of now, no further details on launch are no, uh, no further details or launch dates are known known about the new Pokemon mobile game. With the upcoming title release of Pokemon Sword and Shield, we can only speculate that it will have some sort of tie-in. Speculation, as in Pokemon Go Hub, is saying that whether uh, it will eventually release, whether it, this eventual release will have impact on Pokemon Go, is also unknown at the moment. If you are unfamiliar with who DNA is, uh, it is a Japanese developer based in Tokyo, and the company has made such games as Super Mario Run, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, Fire Emblem Heroes, and the upcoming Mario Kart Tour. You can find their financial report with the new Pokemon game here, and then they have a link. This is the same company very upset that Nintendo would not let them raise the prices in their mobile games because they they are they know that they could get more money out of their customers. Mm, I mean, good on... Get on them for holding that money thing in check. That's kind of rude. Yeah, I mean, they just want to, they recognize that, you know, children are their primary customers. And Nintendo's thing is, right, it's the transferability from the handheld to the console. So, like, they they don't want for the price to be a barrier, while DNA is only getting a slice of the, the, the phone, the smartphone market. So what DNA needs to do is to write a better contract to say that any <laughs> yeah. future revenues that can be tied to et cetera, et cetera, they get, you know, 3%. Mm. Yeah. Like a whole new mobile game is a, it's a wide field because a lot of things they consider games aren't games. 
Like, this camp yeah. Pokemon was listed as a game. It's not a game. I th- uh, I mean, though, we can look at DNA's past uh, games that do exist. So uh, we have Super Mario Run, which is a one-time purchase. I think it was $10 to unlock everything. We can look at Fire Emblem Heroes, which is... It's a very gotcha game. And then, uh, I, you know, I didn't play enough Animal Crossing. I don't know if it's you guys... It's a gotcha game. Is, is that more it. gotcha? Um, because what, for me, it was, it was more of like Pokemon Go. I wouldn't consider Pokemon Go gotcha. I would just consider it like, oh, you need to buy this currency, which then you use the currency to buy stuff, but you get so deep and going like, oh, it's only 200 leaf tickets, and that converts to some money, but there's that study that shows like, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, if you cut the, if you don't make the items seem like real money, then people yeah. lose track of how much money they're actually spending. Yeah, like it converts to coins, and then coins are used to purchase something else. Or you buy gems, and then gems are the thing that are used to purchase something. And like that level of conversion is hard to keep track of. Yeah, and it's never an exact match, right? Twenty dollars right. gets you two thousand five hundred coins. Right, because you're getting a discount. A discount. Yes. Yeah. There are also other Pokemon mobile games besides Pokemon Go. <laughs> uh, we have Pokemon Duel. Boy, that game Do is... We? Well, I mean, well. I've got a monthly subscription for that one, so that's not really a gotcha game. And then we have Magikarp Jump. Some history here. Magikarp Jump is made by a company called Select Button. They have made uh, games Survive Mola Mola. They've made Hunt Cook. And they have also made then Pokemon Magikarp Jump. So they have three games under their belt. DNA has almost four four games after Mario Kart under their belt, at least working with Nintendo. Um, Niantic has made Pokemon Go. Uh, Heroes, with a Z, has made Pokemon Duel. They are a Japanese company. So do we think it's going to be more in the style of Fire Emblem Heroes, where you have to do... Like, you get random Pokeballs, and you summon forth random Pokemon, and then you convert them into candies, or it's going to be, like, a hero-collecting game? You know, I, I, I guess that's a good question. Like, what do you think it's going to be versus what would you want to see? I mean, I played way too many hero-collecting games as it is. They are a little bit addicting, but, like, it has to be a good hero-collecting system that rewards you better for duplicates because it's so frustrating to get duplicate things and the reward for turning them in is meh like i think dragalia lost does the hero collecting really well because when you get a duplicate you're actually getting something to make the other heroes better and you need a lot of it so like you're like okay i can handle the duplicates but like other games like I remember Fire Emblem Heroes, when you got duplicates, you're like, oh, I can send them back through the rift and get a minor reward for it. And that step is really frustrating to do. I don't know if you guys played like Tiny Tower or. Um, oh, I certainly got you sucked me into that one. Fallout. I did not play that. Fallout, the, the mobile Fallout, the Vault. Well, Fallout yeah, I played shelter. Vault, yeah. The Shelter, I yeah. yeah. I kind of would I like a Pokemon shelter. game of that. I'm in the, I'm, I'm, I feel like it's time. I haven't touched well, okay. one of those games in a while, and I kind of like the idea of like, oh, we're building rooms or floors, and you know, things happen. Would it be? Would it be a gym? Would it be like, what are you building Pokemon related? That like, 
post-apocalyptic Pokemon. What? <laughs> I mean, it could just be like Pokemon Tower, where like one floor is a gym, the other floor is like a a, a Pokemon Center, and then another floor is a Pokemart, and then another floor is uh what other? No. Uh, what is that? Uh, the 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 Castelia of uh, Poffin See, Shop. You're Look being it. way too short-sighted. Okay, all right, all right. It's, Hit me with it's it. Like, uh, it's like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. You have a I'm village. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Oh. With, <laughs> may, where the Pokemon are the ones who run the village, and then it's like you grow the village, and oh, then you attract it, different Pokemon to your village by having a nice that, village. Yeah. All right, I'm back in. Them. I'm back in. I would also, I'm still sold. I would still go for my Pokemon Tower defense game, but this is me. Pokemon Clash Royale, Greg? I mean, for whatever reason, I'm still playing Clash Royale, one of the dumbest, most frustrating games that exists. I mean, so, the 2 yes. verse 2 is good. The 2 verse 2 is good. Here's the thing, though. Like, you can tell they've gone through a another, like, data check, and now they are like, okay, well, people aren't paying enough money, so let's make the matchup super frustrating again. Because for a while they're like the mashups, like the matchups you were matching people who were your same level and they're really good. And now since this most recent update, they're back to the you're a level ten, here's a level twelve. They're in the same rank because we reset everybody's ranks. Like <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's like such a frustrating behind the scenes. Like, well, we think we need more money right now, so we're gonna make it super frustrating to play the game. But it, like, if it wasn't like the way that at least. Pokemon holds on to the, like, don't spend a ton of money sort of idea. Like, I would play a Clash Royale Pokemon game. I mean, I play Clash Royale the way it is, so I would still play it, but I think that particular game has gotten real real in your face about making you want to spend money, and yeah. I do not appreciate it. The DNA says we have some smart techniques to accomplish that, so I guess we'll we'll see. <laughs> it automatically charges you. <laughs> We make the we make the purchase button red and we make the cancel button green. That's the smart technique. Oh, oh that's so frustrating! No. Why? Ugh. I'm pretty sure there are games that do that already. There are, or they just swap the side that they're on. They swap the side. That's the one that makes me the most frustrated. I'm like, at least the phone stops and says, "Hey, you have to do these three things to make this purchase go through." And then I'm like, "Oh wait, why? What am I purchasing? No, yeah, stop." This is from Stuart from our Attic channel in Slack. Sent this on in. Uh, it looks like Pokemon has another collaboration uh, with some merch that they did not really promote. Uh, although it is a UK brand here, so I would say that Al would probably get this, but Guy doesn't even take his kid trick-or-treating, so... Uh, yeah, so we're... <sighs> uh, I'm kidding. I love you, Al. Uh, okay, so this is uh, criminaldamage.co.uk. Uh, and they have uh, hoodies and sweatpants, sweatpants and long sleeve shirts and t-shirts with uh, Pikachu and Charizard and Mewtwo on them. And so we'll have that in the show notes if you're interested. Uh, just like last week with Moleskin, not really promoted at all. Uh, or like Caseify either, not really super promoted. But hey, somebody uh, talked to the Pokemon company and said, can we put Pikachu on a shirt legally? And they said yes. And then they... They, they did. did. I mean, some of these did. shirts are very cute. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like the. I, I kind of like. I kind of like the Pokemon Evolutions one that's got the three symbol, the four symbols on the front. The only thing I don't like about it is it's also got their company logo on the front. So I'm like, kind of out. 
Oh, want- I hate logos on my clothing. I mean, I'm always wearing a hoodie, so no one's seeing the t-shirt I bought anyways. Yeah, but they have hoodies too. Yeah, the hoodie, the repeat hoodie is super cute. I don't do pullovers. They got zip-ups? No zip-ups. Zip-up? Pullovers are too tight on the neck. Too tight on the neck. Oh, you've got to be kidding. How big is your neck? Stretch the neck out. It's not. We've seen him. I know. (laughs) I don't know. Let me me check my suit for my neck size. I think it was a 15. No, his neck is probably a 12. Oh, my goodness. It's an 11. Uh, <laughs> okay, this, although this yellow pullover, uh-huh, Pikachu, I kind of want that so much right now. It is super cute, and they don't have their logo on the front. I'm in. Does anybody know how to do conversion between pounds? It's 45, isn't it 45 pounds? I just closed the webpage. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was 45, right? Yeah. Yeah, so how much is that in real money? Correct. $58. Ooh, I'm out. That's too much for a shirt. That's way too much for a shirt. Wait, is it a shirt or a sweatshirt? It's a pullover sweatshirt. Thing. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, $60 for a good quality hoodie. Yeah, we have to we have to take it on real trust that it's good quality because it's coming from a long way. Then I have well, to send it somebody back. Somebody in the UK go feel the, the material, give us a write-up, and then yeah. come back and let us know if it's worth Stuart, it. Stuart, you made this happen. Stuart, get thee to the shops. Get the details. Get the deets and then tell me. Greg has not seen Detective Pikachu. I haven't. I'm seeing it in two hours. <laughs> All right. I saw it twice. I saw it with Irene and some friends on opening night, and then I saw it actually uh, just a couple hours ago with my mom. I took her for Mother's Day because she wanted to see it. But Will, you yes, saw it. You me. you walked uphill and back to see it. Yes, that is correct. What were as a longtime Pokemon fan, I need to know your thoughts. <sighs> That's not a good start. It's difficult for me because I'm a big boy. Um, so I look for a little more from my films. Uh, did I enjoy seeing Pokemon in the film? Yes. Do I think the Pokemon were rendered well and made me believe that they were living in a world where Pokemon were really in the world with them? Yes. Was the story any good? For somebody who played the actual Detective Pikachu game? I finished that game. Oh, boy, they could have done better. Really? Hmm. Oh, yes. I mean, I don't want to give spoilers, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my two biggest criticisms are, uh, for me, the story felt rushed. I think I can say that. That they, like, did... And you know what's actually funny, now that I'm thinking about it? In the in the actual Detective Pikachu game, they they don't let you rush. It's like you have to have all of the evidence and be able to say this is how the evidence lays out before you're allowed to move forward. No matter movie, how early on you uh, figured out the exactly. answer. And in that movie, they're all like, oh, well, this all looks like this could be the way it is. So that must be the way it is. And no, no. On, there, off we okay. go. There's definitely a couple times where like. Pikachu goes, well, it looks that way, but we don't have all the evidence. There's at least twice he says that. Well, I, it, it just, I think that they abbreviated a lot when they didn't have to. But my other criticism um, is I don't think that there was enough variety of Pokemon. Okay, I've heard this. 
that they, you know, they had maybe like 30 models and those were the only 59. 59, okay. But it's like, also, I I just, I don't think it's where, like, uh, there's just kind of some tells that it's like people who aren't familiar with Pokemon. Really? I think the opposite. No, I just like, well, for me, like the thing that really sticks out to me is I don't think you would ever see a rufflet on its own on and sitting on a signpost. No, 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 no. Rufflet is a baby. So that, that really bothered me a lot. I mean, was it enjoyable? Yes, it's enjoyable. Uh, did they just like really, I, I think just some of the, the leaps that they took in the storytelling detracted quite a bit from it from it for me maybe i have to watch it again and maybe i'll like if i don't walk five miles to the movie theater i'll be in a different <laughs> mood to enjoy it but i don't like the uh rationale for why rhyme city exists as it does uh mm. i think that that's well a- that, that's not a spoiler so the reason rhyme city exists for listeners is it is a world where pokemon and humans live together there are no trainer battles there's no pokemon and pokeballs uh they're against all that yeah but but the like the conceit there is they say well well everywhere else the pokemon are forced to be in pokeballs and you know they humans and pokemon don't work together well we know for we know that's not true Everywhere yeah, but else, like, humans and yeah, Pokemon but that's like together. that's like weird city pride, right? That's like everyone saying their city is better than other cities. Oh, trust me, I ain't saying DC's better than anything. DC's a hot, flaming pile of your elected officials' garbage. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess that, like, we know in the Pokemon world, especially in something like the Unova region, where we see, you know, Watch Hogs and girders helping build stuff we know that like pokemon do work and live side by side with humans but i don't know that like line of like this city's special because you know we don't do trainer battles and we don't have pokemon and pokeballs like i just chalk that up to like them being prideful like a very prideful city just like um i don't know some city will be like we have the best hamburgers no one can touch us and it's like well i don't know i kind of had a better hamburger elsewhere <laughs> yeah that chicago pizza disappointment if you want to live and die by that is that if that's your city pride i mean sure <laughs> so let me say one more negative and then i'll come out with a positive i am very tired of having the job of insurance like any job that's related to insurance being considered to be like my life is disappointing and i have failed because i have to work in insurance right i just that like rang like a bell to me it's like really that that's that's your idea of a disappointing employment i feel like insurance is the new accounting accounting is the dream job don't make me go through this again. No, no, I, I is mean, the most fantastic job. You, you, you guys have probably seen more movies than me, but I feel like ten years ago, if you're gonna like p- pick a job to make somebody miserable in in a movie, I feel like it was always accounting, and now I feel like it the was new accounting sta- for the a new while. Stereotype there, yeah. is now insurance. Well, they're wrong, and <laughs> so the positive thing is, I do really like the amount of diversity that they showed in all of the characters and and all of the people that populated the world that it was an incredibly much like the video game itself it was just like much like that the, everything people from all different backgrounds and everything all participating in the city and in the world um i i really like that and the special effects were good too 
Yes. Uh, so I don't have a lot of complaints. There's one scene that goes on a little too long. Um, Which one? I don't want to like spoilers. Give I don't oh. want to give it away. I think the bad guys overall plan doesn't make a lot of sense uh, in execution. But the more I thought about it, and especially the second time I watched it, because you can you see the foreshadowing easier the second time you watch it. I just kind of was like, this doesn't bother me that his plan doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, because the whole point of the movie, which is not a spoiler, the whole point of the movie is to for Tim to find his dad, which is the same point in the game. And so they took a, you know, 17-hour game and they turned it into a 90-minute movie. I totally get the argument from Will that some stuff felt rushed. But I think the thing that did not feel rushed and the thing that felt really good and really strong throughout was the partnership between Pikachu and Tim. And that, I thought, was very good throughout the entire film. Yeah. And I think the payoff was good. And I heard complaints about, like, oh, you know, Tim likes the girl. And I think that's obvious from the trailers as well as, like, Tim also had a love interest in the video game, although it's a different girl, which is fine. And I've heard people say, like, oh, the love interest was, like, blah. And I was like, okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, that does I don't think that made or broke the movie for me. I think like every like every movie has to have a love story, right? I'm sure tr- I'm I'm well, pretty sure have like to. But I feel like that is just like if we're marketing towards everybody, we have to have our cute things, we have to have our action things, we have to have our like slight love thing and like it, it I feel like it has to hit all those notes. Uh I guarantee you see more movies than I do. Probably not as many as Greg though. Correct. And <laughs> the whole idea that you have to have a love story is some straight up garbage. No, I mean I I agree. Like, but I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, don't... I will say this: that the whole love romance subplot in the game I found annoying and weird. It was just so weirdly tacked on, and things can exist without there being a romance. Like people can just be friends. That needs to be okay. Men and women just being friends needs to be okay, and it needs to be a more prominent part of our media, and it really bugs me when they tack it on, like, especially in the game Detective Pikachu, where I'm like, okay, so there's a love interest now, for reasons. that Yeah, that's how I felt in this movie. It annoys me. And it annoys me that it pops up a lot in movies where it just doesn't belong. A lot of the areas were the same. The thing they cut, I think, was the cave and the ship, but the ship was nothing, like, the ship... The ship was just this very long, convoluted puzzle of eventually being an accountant at the end of that ship trying to find paintings. <laughs> I, got, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. I got both items, though. <gasps> what? You must have read a, uh, uh, what are the, uh, like a walkthrough to tell you how to do it. No, but... <laughs> that puzzle's hard. It's not an easy puzzle, but... Like, I sat there for a second and, like, did the math. Like, you uh, you do sort of have to be a accountant. Ugh, boring. I really, really liked it. I think, though, like, overall, if you remove the Pokemon and you just have the pure storyline of Sun is 
trying to find dad who used to be a detective and now son has to, you know, put the detective hat on to figure out his dad. I I think that overall storyline is like average at best. I think the Pokemon make and break that movie for me. It was better than I expected pretty much in like every way. Like I think it looked really good. I think I think that both Tim and Pikachu, again, those are like the two characters that I think matter from start to finish. I think they both knock it out of the park. Was it worth it? A hundred percent. Was do I would I recommend it to any Pokemon fan? A hundred percent. Would I recommend it to somebody who doesn't like Pokemon? Yes. Uh, I think it falls into the same camp as you know, somebody who just wants to watch a movie uh, and the newest movies out are Wolverine and Transformers and Captain America. And you're just like, I don't really know any of these, but people are talking about it. So I'll see it. And they come o- come away going, yeah, that was entertaining. And I think that movie hits that specific mark really well of somebody is familiar with Pokemon. Everyone is talking about it. They need something to do on a date night, and so they decide to go see it. I think it really, really good one of those movies, and I think that's all it needs to be. Yeah, I mean, the action sequences were all exciting and fun, so that was worthwhile. But yeah, I I really liked it. It, like, made me come out of the movie being like, I should go back to Target and buy a couple more plushes. (laughs) Oh, no. You are the prime customer. Yeah, but also, like, if you were to ask me, like, 10 years ago if a live-action Pokemon movie would be a thing, I'd be like, there's no way they can pull that off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I will say, just looking at the trailer and stuff, just the level of animation that we've gotten to is so astounding that, I mean, I don't think it could have been made years ago to and still look that good. Oh, heck no. Like, we have come a long way in animation. If nothing else, I'm excited to see where we are just movie-making-wise in the movie. Like, just that, just what we've been able to do with this industry is fascinating. I will probably see it again, because I know Irene wants to see it again, so. I'd go and see it with you guys. Yeah, I'm going to go see it soon, so I'll let you know. I'd go and see it with you too, Greg. Aw, thanks. Again, without spoiling, uh, the the movie does have a, a definite ending. Yes, which is divergent from the video game. I guess, I don't know. It's hard to talk about the video game ending. It's like, we've talked about it before of how it's like frustrating, but good. Yeah. But like the video game ending is set up for a sequel. Correct. Yeah. It. Well, yes. I don't think that sequel's ever coming. Hmm. Well, no. maybe if the, if if the movie is like super popular and makes a lot of money, they might just pump out some really crummy Detective Pikachu too, because you can't get money oh the game for things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie did very well, so considering I I they could do a Detective Pikachu too, right? Because it's a detective movie. You just have a new crime, a new case, <laughs> some new rules, uh, a new issue. You you can make a second movie. That's that's not a problem. But I think the movie also shows that they can make a story start to finish in the Pokemon world, and they can use a generic storyline. But because there are Pokemon involved, it is still entertaining and enjoyable. I, the main factor is right, like to keep in mind that if they do 
do a subsequent movie. It does not have to be a detective movie. It yes. can be a, here is a movie that takes place in the world of Pokemon with live action Pokemon. Comparing the two endings, I preferred the movie ending because I think we get closure. Yes. Um, Agreed. And, and the game ending is like... Annoying? And I think all of us being adults, like we understood it. I can't imagine being like 10 years old playing that game, being very satisfied that I completed it. 10 to 12 year old me would be very frustrated at the ending of that game. Yeah, no, it's, it's ambiguous to make a sequel It's ambiguous for not good reasons. And it's not, the ending is not like, I did not find the ending satisfying because the satisfying ending would have been earlier and the game should have been done, but they kept going and made it unsatisfying. (laughs) (laughs) I think we'll leave it there for movie talk. I'm sure Greg will have. Oh, I I will have a lot to say after I see this film. Yeah. Uh, Will, last question, actually. This is a weird comparison, but I feel like people are going to do it anyways. This movie compared to the last 21 animated movies. Oh, I'd rather see this. Okay. Definitely. Some would say that's a low bar, but I that's an important bar, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only one of the animated movies that I think is better than this one is the Zoroark one. I would say I... I feel like that should be controversial. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember the Zoroark one. <laughs> I think it had Celebi in it. I think the Lucario movie is better than the Zoroark one. I've never seen the Lucario movie. I, okay, this is what I would say. I Choose You is my favorite Pokemon movie. Oof. What? What is better than I Choose You? Yeah, I, we, Some of us don't like retconning. Oh, I'm totally okay with it. L- look, you all played Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. <laughs> look, I, I am not, not going to go into the I Choose You problems that I have because all y'all don't listen to what I have to say. So, Okay, so I Choose You works... I I understand the I Choose You. It works, though, because of nostalgia. It, they, like, use things in the past that they know have been effective, like the Butterfree scene. Mm-hmm. And This is hitting the parts that made me mad about that film. And they put it all in... The, they were like, what story beats do people care about? And they put it all into that movie. And it, it works in that regards. But I would rather... Have them so I like that movie because of that, and there is the new story beat in the movie that I do like, which is it's it's generic, but I do like Cross throughout that movie, and I think the payoff with Cross at the end with his Lycanroc was good. I would almost though rather always take something new and different than to like lean on things that they've done before that they know works and this movie does nothing but new things because well one because it's live action but two because it doesn't use ash and three because they don't have to rely on any trainer battles at all and they proved that the the pokemon world is still really interesting and it also isn't like a save the world movie Although there is a big conflict, which I think is very boring and generic as well, which has always been my complaints with games or movies of the Pokemon world is more interesting 
the Pokemon world is interesting enough that we don't have to keep on relying on a 10-year-old to save the world in a video game to make that a good story or have a any character in a movie save the world to make that a good movie. Like, the world in itself is strong enough that why do we keep going back to this? Yeah, it stands on its own. And I think the the live action, the Detective Pikachu solidifies that in a way that I don't think any of the Pokemon movies in the past have ever done. I, I would say to like kind of go along with that, I think the villainy in the movie, this movie, fell perfectly in line with what you would expect villains in the Pokemon world to do. 100%. It was like not like, oh, no Pokemon villain would ever do that. It's like, no, this sounds exactly like something a Pokemon villain would do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wrap up the show here and knock out question of the week. All right. No ready? Pokemon of the week? What? No, we'll do Pokemon yeah, we'll of the week. we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, ready? Yep. It's time for the question of the week. So grand. Uh, this one is from Robert in our Slack Addict channel. Uh, they ask, what is the most awkward real-life moment involving Pokemon? Oh, I have one. I have one too. <laughs> most awkward real life moment involving okay. Pokemon. Hmm. My my most awkward one was I went to the Pokemon Rocks tour in Chicago. Pokemon Rocks? Yeah, the Pokemon Rocks tour. It was the first time I'd ever like really done VGC anything, and at the time they didn't do like divisions or anything. So like I was facing a series of 10-year-olds, and I was 30 at the time, and so I was just like, defeat, 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 and I'm like, game, kids, and then at the end, they're like, here's your Pokemon Master Traders board game, did you want to enter in the final competition? <laughs> Look at all these kids, I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> nope. That's pretty good. good. I don't think I, I don't, can top nope. that. There was not another single adult? No. <laughs> Either. I mean, there were adults there. Like, they were parents with their kids. But it was at sort of that weird time when kids had been playing the game when they were kids were just now in their teens, maybe early college. And so they weren't there on their own. And parents were bringing their kids. And so I was like probably the only adult here by myself and i didn't you know again it was i didn't have anybody to go with me i was went to chicago by myself took a train to the pier where the thing was and was wandering around by myself at this event to get the i forget which special one they were handling out because most of my other friends who lived throughout the country couldn't make it to that event so yeah it was just me bat teaching 10 year old kids kids whopping kids left and right like yeah, that's what I thought, Billy. You can't have your hopes and dreams. An adult will come and crush them for you. <laughs> Poor will, Billy. Will, do you have an awkward real-life moment involving Pokemon? I mean, not really, besides the whole fact that every day of my life is awkward, but... <laughs> <laughs> every, but like, every make moment a Pokemon of my existence. I mean, I just, like, one time at work, I was walking down the hall and I was wearing my jacket and I had my Pokeball Plus in my pocket and that is the moment that Pikachu decided to start screaming for attention and there were other of my coworkers in the hallway 
So that was a little embarrassing because I couldn't get Pikachu to not actually it wasn't that I couldn't get it to be quiet. It's that I pressed the button so that it made the very satisfied Pika Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, Work Will is a very, very serious person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's true. that was very out of character for me <laughs> at that point in time. I have a couple, but I don't think I've ever told this one on the podcast. So this is a, this is a new this is a new one for y'all. Ooh! Uh, when I went to the first Pokemon Go Fest, uh, I had a press badge, and there was a lot of downtime uh, because, as some remembered, the Pokemon Go Fest did not particularly work very well, unless you were on Sprint. <laughs> Um, but I was in the media lounge and I was uh, talking to some of my media friends, like Allegra Frank, who was there. And I met with some Pokemon influencers earlier, uh, like Reversal and stuff. And so I was chit-chatting and not being in the specifically the Pokemon Go YouTube community. A lot of people did not know who I was. Uh, because at the time, there were not a lot of uh, Pokemon podcasters covering Go. But uh, I was introducing myself to people and chit-chatting, and they were giving me business cards, and I was giving them my business cards, the whole networking when you're a content creator kind of stuff. And I saw uh, Mystic 7, which is uh, probably... I'm super sorry, I, I haven't kept up with Pokemon Go YouTubers in a while, but the big ones are like Trainer Tips and Mystic 7 and... Um, reversal and stuff. I don't know if they're still the biggest or um, whatnot, but I believe Mystic 7 was one of the hosts for GoFest. Uh, and I don't think Reversal or Trainer Tips were at the time and and whatnot. So I was like, oh, hey, Mystic 7, I've seen some of your videos. This is what I do, blah, blah, blah. And then I gave him a business card. Uh, and the twist was... Uh, if you didn't know, I had no clue. Uh, Mystic Seven is a twin. Oh no! Oh no! How did the twin get into the press tent? And that was his twin brother who just was accompanying Mystic Seven uh, for the the trip. Everyone kind of laughed, and they called him Mystic Six, and they said that countless people do the thing I just did. Uh, because they're identical. I think they're identical twins. The boy, they looked. They look very, very similar. And he was wearing a Mystic shirt, a Mystic Seven shirt. But that was probably one of the more, th- one of the more embarrassing things that I've probably ever done was mistake a content creator for their twin uh, in the press area, uh, which you would think would be the thing. <laughs> yes. So that's my embarrassing story. We saw a lot of people. We saw the Trainer Tips dude. Yep, we saw Nick from Trainer Tips. We saw Reversal. We saw Twintendo. Um, we saw that was the first time Who, I met. Strangely enough, is not a twin. No, we yeah we saw we saw a bunch of people and they they're all very nice. But there was my embarrassing real life moment involving Pokemon. Speaking of Pokemon, Will hit us with our Pokemon of the week. So your clues from last week. Uh, its name may be confused for the study of the relationship between food and culture. Um, it's 
could potentially be related to either Macargo, Shelmet, or Obanite, but they have something that it does not have. Um, the points of the compass are important if you're looking for a particular looking one. Um, and it has a very unique ability. And it cannot be found in Kanto ever. No, this Pokemon is just never available in Kanto. What Pokemon is it? I had a tough one with this one. I don't think I'm right, but I'm going to go for it. Steve, do you know? No. It's Gastrodon? Lilligant. Uh, Greg is correct. <laughs> yes! The study of the relationship between food and culture is gastronomy. And I also didn't say the clue about um, having uh, one foot on its stomach, because that's what gastropods are. Oh. Macargo, Shelmet, and Omanite are all Snarl Pokemon. Uh, Gastrodon is a slug. You see? You see how that goes? I get it. Got What's it. A, and I also put in a little thing because the shiny for one of the Gastrodons, because obviously they come in two colors, um, you can barely tell that it's shiny at all. <laughs> Just like, yeah. You can, can barely see it. All right. Give us next week's. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, here we go. This is going to be super easy mode for Steve, potentially. Super easy mode for Twitch peep watchers, hard mode for everybody else. Okay. Some may know that I have recently decided to start playing the Pokemon trading card game again, albeit online only, but still with an eye to building and testing out good decks. A Pokemon TCG deck must contain 60 cards, which is some combination of Pokemon, Basic, Stage 1, and Stage 2, Trainers, items, supporters, and stadiums, and energy. Occasionally, though, cards will be released that allow the player to break normal deck construction. One such deck has recently become possible. In the Unbroken Bonds TCG set, there is a Pokemon that has been printed as both a standard Pokemon and a Pokemon GX. The Pokemon GX is actually available in three printing rarities in this set. Regular, Full Art, and secret. Both the regular and GX versions have abilities, effects that can be used during your turn that are not attacks and typically do not cross energy to exercise. Not everyone plays the TCG, and in the video games, this Pokemon has an interesting evolution pattern. Originally, it would evolve from its predecessor just by getting it to level 28. In Alola, it would only evolve from its regional variant if it had high friendship with its trainer. The regional variant is also available in Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, but friendship does not exist in those games. For them, the regional variant goes back to just evolving at level 28. The original version of this Pokemon normally takes no damage from ghost-type attacks. The regional variant takes no damage from Psychic-type attacks. If you are a fan of Pokemon Conquest, then you will know that in that game, this Pokemon's evolution is based on its speed. Its predecessor must reach a speed of 96 or higher for it to evolve. Those are your clues. All right, I know it. I know you know it. <laughs> I know this one! I know it! 
I mean, Greg's sitting there like whirly bird spinning over his head. Mm, I think I know it. All right, that is our show for the week. Hopefully you all saw Detective Pikachu and or liked it, or maybe you didn't. I don't know. Somebody always has a complaint. Uh, but, I mean, that's going to be me. Let's face it. But uh, we will be back next week, of course. There was a little bit of news we didn't tackle this week, but that's all right. We'll tackle it next week. Uh, E3 is coming up in a month, if I'm not mistaken. Pokemon Go Fest also coming up in a month. Oh, they're the same week. E3 is early that week, and GoFest is later that week. All three of us will be at GoFest. Yep. Um, there is a Twitch event in the Chicago area uh, that I will be going to on Saturday. It is a Twitch meetup at Voodoo Ranger and Ignite Gaming Lounge on Saturday night if you are in the area. If not, no big deal. Which Saturday? Saturday of GoFest or Saturday this coming week? This coming, sorry, the 18th. Okay. Um, I will be I will be on a live stream if you want to watch me this Saturday the 18th. Doing D&D stuff, right? Doing D&D stuff. Sponsored right. by Wizards of the Coast. Correct. Oh, they made the Pokemon trading card game at one they point. They <laughs> uh, I'm sure Greg will have that in Slack. Yep. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for anyone who left us a review in Apple Podcast. Thank you for anyone who has supported us on Patreon this least forever, I guess. I mean, we had a new couple of Patreons this last week, but everyone who supported, thank you. Uh, we will be back next week. If you want to follow Greg on Twitter, it's at WhiteWing. If you want to follow Will on Twitter, it is at WashInTheSink. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at DraggingALake, at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we're trying to get the subreddit to be more active, so if you are a Reddit user, r slash super effective, you want to, uh, go over there and subscribe and do Reddit things, um, just and all your deck lists are there in an importable fact or fashion, so you can import them into, um, PTCGO, which is a nice improvement for that particular product yes uh there are deck lists on there for unbroken bonds and there are twitch clips and there are podcast episodes and there are other things so feel free to submit isc related stuff uh or comment or grab some deck lists because they're all there that i've used on stream so uh thank you all for listening we'll be back next week uh i almost said because alola is hello and goodbye uh <laughs> this <laughs> has Wait, you're been not yeah, it still applies. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super Shellos is the pre-evolution. thought so. Didn't that come up on Twitter? I think somebody said that. <sighs> Maybe. A big thank you and shout out to all the producers of It's Super Effective. Kevin, Cygnus, Jeff, 
Hatmatrick, Catherine, Alex, Anthony, and Michaela. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you made it to the end of this and you would like to support the podcast, you can head over to isc.cash. And for $5 a month, you can get access to our anime podcast, Alola Vacation, exclusively for patrons of this show. Thanks.